0: Motivational Monday. This is your girl Tanya B. Ratliff here on today with another episode of Coffee Talks. Ready to empower, ready to motivate, and ready to impart. You already know how we do it. I want you to grab your favorite morning beverage, your pen, your notebook, and meet us right back here for this powerful time of impartation. Let's get brewing. back, welcome back, welcome back. I am so excited to be with you on today for another episode of Coffee Talks. Our episode on today is going to be filled with pertinent information that is going to help you get from where you are to where you are going. Today, we are simply talking about two words. We're talking about release it, release it, let it go. What are you talking about? Release it, let it go. I, I'm talking about the unlawful weights, the burdens that you are carrying, that you have carried, that you continue to carry that don't belong to you. Yes, yes, yes. It's time to release it. It's weighing you down. It's holding you back. It's keeping you in the same position. It's causing you to wander around the same mountain and experience the same trauma over and over again, day in and day out, simply because you won't let it go. Listen, let me give you an example. I have dealt with a lot of traumatic experiences in my life, yes. One of the experiences that I dealt with in my life was my father not being there for me, not in a manner as not providing for me, but emotionally. Every every little girl wants to be her dad's princess. Yes, yes, yes. My dad grew up in a home where outward displays of affection and love were not shown. So as a result, growing up as a little child, this Stemmed, and this showed up in our household. My dad was not an affectionate person. My my dad was not a loving person. My dad was not a one not one that would hug. My dad was not one that would openly come out and say I love you. He showed his love through the things that he did for me, did for us. He he made sure that I I had everything I needed and I wanted. I, I was an only child, so my dad spoiled me with with things, with gifts. He he gave me tangible things, but really what I desire more than the tangible are the intangible things that, that money can't buy. Spending time together, him saying, I love you, hugging me, him saying, I'm proud of you. Yes, yes. I love the gifts, but I believe that as a woman, a lot of the issues and the things that I have faced in my life in relationships, in ministry, and in in the natural were a direct result because of how I grew up as a child. And yes, I have moved on. I have forgiven my dad and we are developing our relationship. But for a long time, I wandered around angry. I I, I wandered around not being able to love. I, I wandered around resenting my dad why because I wanted something from him that he didn't know how to give me was it his fault? No, it wasn't his fault. What was it my grandparents' fault? No, it wasn't their fault. It was simply in our generation. It was from our forefathers. They they were raised up. They were brought up in a different time and a different era. But because I experienced this traumatic experience in my childhood. I made up my mind that I was not going to allow my son, my child to go through this. So I had to change. I had to break this curse off of my bloodline. And, and I, I can say for years, I walked around with a chip on my shoulder. I, I carried this bitterness, this unforgiveness against my dad, but it wasn't until God convicted me. It wasn't until he sent a woman of God in my life that, that told me the reason why I was unable to completely love my husband is because I had not totally received the love that I needed from my dad and I had to make it right. And on today, I'm talking to some people you're holding on to some unforgiveness. You're holding on to some bitterness. You're holding on to some things that have happened to you in your past that you will not let go. And as a result, it's causing you to live your life limited. It's causing you to live your life in a manner that God has not destined for you to live. And I simply came to tell you on today, to release it and let it go. Come on, forgive them and move on. Yes, yes. Ask God to heal your heart. Ask God to to come in and and do a thorough cleansing. Ask God to give you the strength to go to that individual that hurt you. Go go to that individual that did you wrong. Go Go to that individual that does not even have a clue about how you feel. And talk with them and release all of the pressure, release all of the hurt, release all of the pain, release all of the brokenness so you can move forward into what God has for you. It's time for you to release it so you can be healed for real. dig a little bit deeper into this topic, release it and let it go. In Hebrews, the 12th chapter and the first verse, we find the words written, which declare, lay aside every weight and every sin, which would so easily beset you and run the race that has been set before you. Looking unto Jesus, the author, and the finisher of your faith. So here the writer of Hebrews is comparing weights and sins which can hold us down and hold us back to a race. When, when you think about a runner, if you've ever watched the Olympics or if you've ever watched any type of track meet or a marathon, if you notice the individuals running, they wear very little clothing. The clothing that they wear is very lightweight. What is the purpose? The purpose of the clothing being lightweight is because it gives them an advantage. The lighter the clothing the faster they are able to run, the heavier the clothing, it weighs them down. If you are going to run this race in life, life is a journey. Listen, life is a marathon and, and not a sprint. And if you are going to be able to matriculate and be able to complete the destination and the journey that God has predestined and preordained for your life, you must be able to walk this race, to run this race, to go through this journey and not be burdened down, not be overwhelmed, not be heavy laden. That's why the writer of Hebrews is saying lay aside every weight. You have to choose to put those things aside that would try to hold you back. You have to choose to, to let sin go. You have to choose to release those things that are pleasurable for you, but they're also toxic concerning your destiny. You have to choose to lay aside the hurt. You have to choose to lay aside the drama. You have to choose to lay aside the heaviness. You have to choose to lay aside the burdens because if you don't, it's going to hinder you as you run this race throughout life. It's going to slow you down. It's going to hold you back. It's going to keep you captive. And it's literally going to press you down to a point that you are going to find yourself in last place. You're, you're going to find yourself being Unable to make it to the finish line. You're going to find yourself being unable to finish what you have started. Yes, we must lay aside every weight and every sin which so easily beset us. We must make up our mind that I'm letting this go. Listen, the the writer of Philippians says in Philippians, it says, forgetting those things which are behind me. And reaching for the things which are ahead, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. If you are going to reach that ultimate place, that ultimate destination where God is calling you to go, you got to forget what you've been through. You have to forget about who hurt you. You have to forget about who walked out on you. You have to forget about what happened to you as a child. You have to forget about what happened to you as a teen. You have to forget about what happened to you in your early adult lives and lay that stuff aside because it's a tool, a ploy, a tactic of the enemy to hold you bound from fulfilling destiny. But I came to tell you on today that God has greater in store for you. But the only way you're going to access the greater is you must choose to release what's holding you down, what's holding you bound and what's holding you captive so you can press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. The prophet Isaiah said in 43 and 18, he said, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old, for behold, I shall do a new thing. And many of us, God is ready to do a new thing. Your your new thing has has already been manifested. It's just waiting for you to release the old, to shed the old so you can embrace your new. Many of you, we've walked into a new decade, a new era, but many of us are still in the last decade. We're still in the last, the last 10 years, the last 20 years, the last 30 years, because we refuse to release, to let go. We want to hold on to stuff, but holding on to things that no longer benefit us is just like a cancer that's spreading throughout our body and eventually it's going to take over. It's going to metastasize and it'll be too late. But I came to tell you on today, If you want to walk in the greater, if you want to live in the greater, if you want to obtain the greater, if you want to embrace the greater, you must make up your mind that that my past is just that it's the past. You can never go forward looking in the rearview mirror because the longer you look in the rearview mirror, you can't see what's in front of you. And eventually you're going to run dead smack into the very thing that God, oh my God, is trying to do deter you from running into. Come on, come on. You got to stop looking back. Come on. If you've ever gotten in a car and you look in the mirror to the side when you're driving, it says objects are closer than they appear. And and see, what happens is what God has for you is closer than it appears. But, but the reason why you can't access it is because you're so burdened down. You're so bombarded. You're so overwhelmed. You're so heavy laden. You're so pressed down with what was that you can't see what is. Oh, let me say that again. You can't perceive what is because you're so bombarded with what was. Come on. I want to let you know that your past does not define you. Your past does not dictate you. Your listen, God does not consult your past to determine your future. Listen, second Corinthians five and 17 says, if any man be in Christ, Christ he is a new creature old things are passed away and behold all things have come become new come on one thing I love about a new car or anything new it has a scent the scent is fresh the scent is vibrant the scent is Now think about things that are old, that are rotten, that are dead, that are spoiled. The scent, the aroma is unpleasant. It can make you gag. Come on. It can make you vomit. Come on. It can cause you literally to not even want to be in the room with what's dead. Oh, come on. I'm talking to some people. You're carrying some things around in your life. Come on. That are stinking. Come Come on. The Bible says that when Jesus came to raise Lazarus from the dead, come on, come on. The Bible said that some of them said surely his body is stinking by now and I came to tell somebody on today you're carrying some things they've already begun to stink but I came to tell you today that if you will just release it and let it go God says that I want to endow you with the fragrance with the scent of new come on anybody ready to walk in the fragrance of new come on the fragrance that I choose to wear is new come on I don't choose to wear the fragrance of yesterday I, I don't choose to wear the fragrance of 2019. I don't choose to wear the fragrance of my childhood, but I choose to wear the fragrance of my now. I choose to wear the fragrance of my future. Yes, yes, yes. Lay aside every weight. Make up your mind today that I'm letting this junk go. Make up your mind today. Come on, that, that I deserve greater than this. Make up your mind today. This will not hold me captive. Make up your mind today that I deserve better than what I have been tolerating. Yes, anything that we entertain, anything that we tolerate becomes a part of us. But on today, I came to let you know, you can walk in new, you can walk in freedom. You have the power to release your old and walk into your new simply by saying, Lord, I want to be free. Lord, make me whole. Lord, take away the very memory, the very sting of the past because I Want to walk. I want to embrace my new. Wow, what thought provoking revelation! We are receiving on today in regards to us releasing those issues, those concerns, those past hurts, those past failures, those past disappointments, those past pains that may be holding us captive in our now. Thank God on today for the releasing of all of those concerns that we might go forth in him unhindered and uncumbered. But you may be saying to yourself, how do I lay aside the weights? How do I release it? How do I let it go? You don't understand how long I've carried it. You, you don't understand. It, it, still, it still haunts me. You don't understand how it still affects me. I, I'm still hurt. I'm, I'm still angry. I, I'm still in a place where I'm not willing to let it go. But you must let it go. You have to let it go because as I said before, it's like a cancer. Once cancer metastasizes, it's hard to stop it. The same thing when we carry weights and we carry burdens and we carry sins and we carry trauma and we carry pain. It's like a cancer that continues to grow and festers to a point where it takes over our mind, our body, our soul, and our emotions. But it is not God's will or His desire for us to live a life where we are bound by our past. On today, I came to let you know that it is God's will for you to be free. The Bible says, Who the sun sets free is free indeed. It is His will for you to walk. In freedom, to walk in victory, to walk in deliverance, to walk in healing, to walk in total wholeness, shalom and nothing from your past. Nothing, nothing. The Bible says nothing shall separate us from the love of God. God wants you whole hold in your emotions he wants you hold in your mind he wants you hold in your thoughts he wants you hold in your relationships and if your desire truly is to be free then i want to share with you three power keys to help you release it and move forward into total healing if we are going to lay aside every weight and every sin, if, if we're going to forget those things which are behind us, if we are going to remember not the former things in order to embrace the new, the first thing we have to do is we must acknowledge, acknowledge, A, A is for acknowledge. We have to act. It's time to act. It's time for you to act today so you can free a stands for acknowledge. What do you mean by acknowledge? Acknowledge I'm hurt. Acknowledge, I'm disappointed. Acknowledge what happened. Acknowledge I'm struggling to forgive. Acknowledge that I'm still bitter. Acknowledge that I'm still hurt. Acknowledge the fact that, that there are some emotions, there are some things in your heart that you need God to heal Cleanse and remove so you can be free. Don't walk around as if nothing has happened. Don't walk around as if you're okay. Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't continue to allow it to Lie dormant, but come before your father in truth and tell him exactly how you feel. Father, he hurt me. She hurt me. Father, this, I'm still struggling in forgiving. God, I'm still. Angry because they lied on me, Father. I'm I'm still disappointed because it didn't work out, Lord. I'm 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 angry because he divorced me. He cheated on me. I'm I'm frustrated because they left me for dead. I'm 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 hurt because they rejected me. God already knows what's in your heart. He He already knows how you feel. But He's saying, on today, will you let me in? to deal with your trauma? Will you let me in to deal with your pain? Will you let me in to deal with your hurt? I'm willing. I'm ready. I want to. I don't want to judge you. I want to help you. But all I need you to do is acknowledge when when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, this is what he said. Jesus said, if there is any way this cup can pass for me, if there's any way I don't I I don't have to go to the cross, Lord. I really don't want to go. He was honest. Thank you. Be honest. One thing that God respects is our honesty when we are honest with him and open with him and we don't hide. He can come in and help us and heal us and put us back on the road to recovery. But we must act. Yes, say act. It's time for me to act. And then see. See. What do you mean? See? We must confront. Yes, we must confront. What do you mean? Confront. We must face the issue head on. When I was carrying bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment towards my dad, I had to first acknowledge that I was still hurting. I was still bleeding. I was still struggling with what happened in my childhood. Next, I had to confront the issue, had to confront it head on. I went to my dad and I talked to my dad. And, and I told my dad how I felt. The conversation did not go in the manner I thought it would. I, 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 I remember the words that he spoke to me. He said, ma'am, I did everything I could for you. He did do everything he could for me physically physically. Because that's how he knew how to show his love through things. So on that part, he did his best. He did above and beyond. But the emotional part, that's the part I was talking about. But he did not understand. And I remember that day when I left his home even though I did not get the response I was looking for, I left that day not bitter. I left that day forgiving him. I left that day truly understanding why my dad was unable to emotionally provide what I needed as a daughter because I was expecting something from him. That he could not give. Yes, yes. You have to confront that issue. Confront that issue. How do I confront that issue? The Bible says that if you have an art with your brother, if you have an issue with your brother, if you have a problem with your brother, you go to your brother. You go to that individual and you talk to that individual If that individual does not receive what you're saying, then you go and you get a witness and you bring that witness with you and you try to make it right. If you do A and you do B and the individual still does not receive or hear what you're saying, shake the dust from your feet and move on. Confront it. Confront it. Confront it. Go to the individual, whether it's you that need forgiveness or the other person needs to say, I'm sorry. But you must be okay if the individual chooses not to forgive. Because guess what? God is not going to hold them liable, but you will be held liable for holding unforgiveness. Do your part. Do your part. We must act. Finally, before we close out this episode of Release It, I want to give you the final key in the acronym ACT. A, acknowledge there is an issue, there is a problem, there, there's underlying hurt, there's brokenness, there's bitterness, there's anger. There, there's, there, there's something there that I need to deal with. Be honest. C, confront. Go to the individual. And make it right. Confront the issue. Don't allow it to continue to fester and lie dormant, but confront the issue. And then finally, tarry. You have to tarry. What do you mean by tarry? You have to tarry for your deliverance. Yes, tarry for your deliverance. What does that mean? In the olden days, I can remember when My grandparents would go to the temple and they would pray until God answered. I can remember when I received the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence in speaking in tongues. I had to tarry. I tarry on my floor in my home until my tongues came. And you have to tarry. You, You have to continue. You have to be steadfast. You cannot give up until you are free. If, if it means that I have to go to the altar continually until all of my hurt is gone. If, if that means that, that I, I have to do whatever it is I have to do to be free. Come on, I have to continue to ask God to give me the strength to break free. From what's holding me bound. You have to tarry for your deliverance. Yes, yes, yes. If we are going to lay aside every weight, every sin. Yes. When we talk about sin, the way we lay aside sin is we repent. We ask for forgiveness and then we turn. We turn from it. We no longer indulge in it. We no longer practice it. But if it's an offense if it's something that has been done to us or against us, we have to confront it and acknowledge it. God does not want us bound. He wants us free. I want to encourage you on today. I want you to take a moment And really think about those things or people that have hurt you and you're still carrying the hurt. I want you to write their names down and write down what emotions you feel. And I want you to bring those people and I want you to bring those emotions to God in prayer and I want you to say Lord I forgive Victor I'm using it as an example I forgive Victor my father for not being there for me emotionally I release him and I let him go everything that was said or done that hurt me I no longer hold him hostage, but I free him, I release him, and I let him go. And I forgive him for the hurt that I experienced in our relationship. And Father, help me daily to continue to walk in forgiveness and to walk in love concerning victor. And help us to restore our relationship in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. It's time for us to release it and let it go. Release it and let it go.